Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today called NG Ingwen. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haoen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎回到我们西平方的节目 NG 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with our good friend Brian Wong, who is a captain flying for Eva Airlines. 是的，今天我们很幸运的邀请到了长荣航空的机长 Brian 来到 NG 英文，跟大家聊聊他当空中飞人的故事，以及一路走来学英文的心路历程。But before we get to our interview with Brian and I, Angela is going to help us break down some common aviation words or common words you would hear around the airport or when it is time to fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So take it away, Angela. Here on NG Ingwen. 好的，没问题 ，John。谢谢你的介绍。对啊，既然邀请到了一位机长来到我们节目，今天呢就跟各位来介绍几个在航空界必学的相关词汇。请大家赶快把你的 NG cheat sheet， 你的 NG 英文笔记小抄准备好，我们要开始喽。待会在访谈中呢，他们会聊到一段把 How long is the flight？ How long is the airplane? 这样子的飞行插曲，那到底这两句话的差别在哪里呢？原来啊 ，flight 跟 airplane 这两个字虽然感觉好像都是在讲飞机，但其实 airplane 它是指飞机这个巨大无比的交通工具。好，但是 flight 它代表的呢才是班机或是航班。所以 ，How long is the airplane? 这个问题，它意思是飞机有多长 ？How long is the flight？ 这句话才是在问飞行时间有多久。本来机长还在想说，怎么会有乘客想知道飞机有多长？原来是想要知道那班班机的航程时间。这部分常都会有不少人搞混，大家要小心哦。那如果今天可能，哎，有朋友要去机场准备飞了，你问他说，哎，你几点的飞机啊？大家知道应该要怎么说吗？我们是要用 plane 还是要用 flight？ 没错，我们是要用 flight。句子可以说 When 或是 What time is your flight？ 那假设是要查询航班动态，要输入航班编号的话，又要怎么说嘞？是不是也要用 flight？ 是的，正解同学，只有当我们在讲那个巨大无比的交通工具的时候，才是用 airplane。好，或是简单一点，就可以直接讲 plane， plane。但其他如果像是飞机班次、航班飞行时间这种，都要是用 flight 来表示哦。所以刚才讲的航班动态，可以说 flight status， flight status。好，那要输入的航班编号则会是 flight number， flight number。另外还有一个字也可以用来表示飞机的是 aircraft。Aircraft, 但它比较特别一点，是一个集合名词。好，只要是任何可以在天空翱翔、飞来飞去的交通工具，像是直升机、飞行船，甚至是热气球，都算是一种 aircraft。再来，飞行员是 pilot， 这相信不少人都学过。但飞行员底下也有细分哦。如果是像我们的来宾机长，那就用这个字 captain。好 ，captain。那副机长的话，除了可以用 co-pilot。来表示以外，一般也会用这个字 first officer。好 ，first officer。若是二副第二个副机长，那就是 second officer。second officer。最后，我们在飞机上那些贴心、美丽又温柔的空服员、机组人员，又该要怎么用英文来表示呢？来，机组人员的话可以说 cabin crew。cabin crew。
。呃 ，cabin 它有客舱、机舱的意思。那 crew 是全体组员、全体人员，所以两个字放在一起 ，cabin crew 就是机组人员。空服员的话呢，我们可以说 flight attendant。flight attendant， 不管是空少还是空姐，都可以用这个字哦。这样子大家有了解了吗？希望刚才讲的这些对你的英文学习之路有所帮助。如果有漏掉、没有听到或是写下来的，也不用担心，可以上我们的 Spotify 或是 YouTube 频道，随时要听几次就给他听几次。有什么问题的话呢，也欢迎在底下留言让我们知道哦。那如果大家都准备好了的话，我们就赶快进入今天的访谈内容，听听 Brian 的分享吧。All right, all right, all right. As always, thank you, Miss Angela Lamar, for that wonderful NGing when breakdown. My guest today is Taiwanese. He is a captain flying with Eva Airlines, and he has come to share about his journey to become a pilot. He is a lover of flying, traveling the world, languages, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Brian. Hi, everyone. Boom! What's up, Brian? Thanks、Hi. for joining us today on NG Ingwen. Ah,、uh, glad to be here today, John. Yeah, man. So, Brian, you are a super cool dude. You are a captain and a pilot of Eva Airlines. Is that correct? Yeah. So your life has been a bit all over the place right now as you're dealing with COVID. But before we get into that, I was so curious about kind of what started your journey to becoming a pilot. 访谈一开始呢，我们机长 Captain Brian 谈到说，当初啊，他从温哥华回到台湾找工作的时候，因为想说要找一个 good money, little work, close to home， 这个钱多事少、离家近的工作，所以就在 Sony 当行销主管做了三年的办公室工作。但是后来想想，快要突破三十岁这个 milestone 这个里程碑了，是时候认真思考未来，找块长期做下去的工作。那后来又看到新闻报道几个高收入的职业排名，像是医生啦、律师、会计这些，想当然都是遥遥领先。但是都需要重新回到学校读好几年的医学院、法学院，只有机师只要受训一年就可以。所以 Brian 就想说，反正只是一年呐、啊，未来如果没有顺利完成训练，他还是可以回来继续坐办公室，就决定给自己一个机会去试试看。没想到回台湾之后顺利应征到长荣的工作，也就一直做到现在。这边待会机长他会说到，在 Sony 上班有这个 fit the criteria， 各位有大概懂他的意思吗 ？Fit the criteria 是符合标准，也就是说他当时在 Sony 办公室的工作有符合他钱多事少离家近的标准。那 fit the criteria 也有人会用 meet the criteria 来表示，两种都可以哦。赶快听听机长的故事吧。Okay. Uh, I I started my first job. I was growing up in Vancouver, and after I moved back to Taiwan, I was looking for my first job. And the slogan that youngsters as、uh, set the criteria for looking the job is "Uh, 钱多事少离家近。钱多 means uh good money, and 事少 means uh little work, and 离家近 means uh close to home. So when I was working with my first job at Sony、uh, as a marketing manager, like a basic like a office job, and that pretty much fit the criteria. But I was working there for three years, and I was thinking by the time of thirty, I need to really—it's like a milestone for me,、uh, for my life, 
and uh, after 30 I really have to uh, make sure what I have to do for the rest of my life and then uh, this one day I saw the news about uh, talking about um, the income ranking for different uh, professions the usual ones people can imagine on the top is accountant lawyer or doctors and I was thinking mm, for doctor I need to go to med school and then spend years to be able to you know get that money same thing for lawyer I have to restart law school and accountant also I have to be major in accounting going down the list oh there's a pilot also good income actually the transition the training uh, actually is much shorter than so many years considered for the other professions so by the time I was 28 I was thinking I want to give it a try and if that didn't work out at the time of the when I come back I can still go back to my uh, office job so yeah then uh, that time I went to the US to get pilot training for one year coming back to Taiwan apply for the airlines luckily it was all smooth so I kept flying until now that is quite a story I, I love that so yeah to kind of sum that up you're saying yeah good money little work and close to home was uh, was the criteria that many Taiwanese use to kind of find a job. But you were getting to the point in your life, you felt that maybe, you know, it wasn't the right path. So you, you reevaluated and yeah, you, you took that year to get your pilot license and then started following more of your dream, I'd say. So was becoming a pilot, now that you've done it for over 10 years, right? Has that kind of felt more of, of a passion now, like you love your work? 接下来机长会提到啊，他认为可以把兴趣嗜好跟本身的工作结合，真的是很棒的一件事。趁他喜欢飞行、喜欢旅行，那飞行的这份职业刚好可以让他有机会常常在世界各地到处飞，体验各种
他说，大概有百分之八九十的航班都因为各个国家的边境管制而被缩减。这对于旅游业、对于航空业来讲，真的影响很大哦。像他们虽然还是有飞，但大部分呢都变成是来开货机，只在 cargo， 只在货不在人。那这边 Brian 他会用到几个字，我们来稍微练习一下。Cut back， 它的意思呢是缩减、减少。有时候也会有人讲 cut down。好，那不管是 cut back 还是 cut down。都可以搭配 on 来接要缩减的东西，像是 cut back on 什么什么，或跟 cut down on 什么什么，就都是来说明减少或是缩减某个东西的量。另外一个是 lock down 封锁。如果想要表达封锁的状态，我们可以说 on lockdown。那相信大家也看新闻也都有知道说，说像不少这个城市，他们为了要控制疫情扩散，都进行封城。那这时候，这封城呢，我们就可以说 the city is on lockdown. Yeah, actually, this recent months, I think, is really a crisis for travel for airline industries,、uh, especially because、uh, so many countries are in lockdown. People are just not flying. Actually, our our Flying, uh, flights are really cut back for maybe eighty percent, ninety percent. So,、um, flying wise, uh, really becoming uh very little right now. But we are still flying, and but we are actually flying with like a empty airplane with no passengers, where we just carry cargo. Yeah, so it's really a tough time. So hopefully this virus, uh, could find a cure really soon and let uh us to go back our normal lives. You're flying empty airplanes with cargo, <laughs> so you guys have like become, you know,、uh, like UPS and and,、yeah. and FedEx <laughs> of of the air even more. So that's very interesting. And you know, do you feel there are more travelers starting to kind of want to fly again, or or are you feeling that international travel it just still depends so much on country to country? 在接下来的这段分享中，我们要来问问机长 Brian 对于眼下这海外旅游的看法。他说 ，The demand is always there. 好，市场上旅游的需求一直都会在，因为大家都喜欢出去玩，喜欢旅游啊。像现在虽然比较不适合往海外跑，但台湾也真的有很多好玩的地方。像现在国内旅游就很夯，很多这个国内航线到离岛的航班基本上都是一位难求，定位都爆满。连像之前他说他要去澎湖的机票也都订不到。这里他说的 sold out 就是卖光了的意思。I think the demand is always there. I mean, people like to travel, no matter how. It's just now it's、uh, limiting them. So we can see that for、uh, now the country is locked down, but people still want to travel. So we can see the domestic flights are all full. Actually, to from、uh, the flights from Taipei to Kingman to、uh, Penghu and Green Island, all the flights, you know. Are full, fully booked. So I think once the virus finds a cure, vaccine, international travel will jump right back up. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you know, I was I was trying to book a flight to Penghu for a long holiday we have upcoming, and it sold out in like two minutes.、And、yeah, it was just like oh, <laughs> people oh, still want to travel,、They、but it's just you know travel,、yeah. restricting them. Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, I love all that, man, and I I really am so happy you found kind of your your passion and and your path with all of this, and I hope you can begin flying more and more as this virus hopefully comes under control.、Yeah. But thinking about your incredible language, so as a pilot, you are speaking probably Mandarin and English the most.、Mm-hmm. So 
as you kind of focus on working with your co-pilots and your cabin crew, what language are you using the most? 在这段访谈里呢，机长会谈到啊，英文对他们的工作来讲真的很重要，是个必备的能力哦。毕竟是国际语言，飞国外航线的时候都会需要用英文跟这个维护空中安全的塔台，好、哦，这个当地的空中交通管制人员联络沟通，告诉他们说，哎，飞机等一下会经过他们国家领空哦，不要把我们射下来，我们是民航机。那虽然说长，我开玩笑的。虽然说长荣是我们台湾的航空公司，跟机组人员可以用中文没有问题，但有时候驾驶舱里面这个副驾驶啊，他可能是外国人，不会讲中文，所以就变成你要用英文沟通才行。那如果听众朋友有在考虑未来职业走航空路线，也想当机师的话呢，那我们真的要好好把英文学起来哦。这里我们来认识一下，等一下 Brian 他会用到的字 ，Air Traffic Control。就是我们的塔台或是空中交汇指通部。那 air traffic controller 就是塔台里面指挥空中交通的人。还有这个 expatriate， 基本上就是指住在国外的人。像住台湾的外国人就是 expatriates， 或者是通常你比较常会听到的是 expat。好 ，expat。如果你自己本身也住在国外，那你在那个国家就也是一位 expat。Uh, actually, English is the common language for、uh, international communication because we fly to all the different countries. So when we are talking with outside, actually, airplane always in、uh, conversation with、uh, air traffic controllers. So when we fly out of Taipei, for example, to go into the U.S., we go through Japan, and we go through、uh, Pacific Ocean, and then talking to the Americans. So. Airplane is always talking to somebody that the airplane is flying over, and English is the only common language. If you're thinking about、uh, aviation career as a pilot, English language skill is a must. Able to master fluently, it will also reduce the chance of、uh, miscommunication. But since、uh, Eva Air is like a Taiwan company, so sometimes we also use Mandarin to.、Um, Communicate with our cabin crews, but we have pilots from expat expatriate pilots from different countries of the world. They don't know Chinese. We still have to talk English with them. And yeah, you know, you brought up a great point. You know, of course, when you're flying over any country or you're flying even over open water, there's different territories that kind of come into control via air traffic control. So, of course, I would I would imagine that is always done in English. So, thank you for kind of reminding me of that. So, thinking more about language, then, can you share kind of any you know tips and advice? Obviously, you were mentioning you lived in Canada for many years of your life and were educated there and and did further studies there. But do you kind of remember when you were a young Brian? You know, what really helped you with your English? 听完前面这些飞行相关的分享之后，现在我们要来聊聊以前机长学英文的过程。其实呢，以前小时候也跟很多其他孩子一样，都是被家里送去补习班学英文。后来六年级才跟家人移民到加拿大。他说那时候在芝麻街美语上课，学得很有自信哦，觉得说，哎，搬去加拿大没什么好怕的、哦，已经会讲英文了。结果没想到有一天呢，他去超市买东西，却只看懂苹果跟橘子，才意识到说，哎，原来我还有很多要学。他说那时候因为生活在全英文的环境里，让他可以很快的就把英文学起来。这里机长他用到一个片语 pick up， 它有很多个意思，但是在这边呢，它是用来表达学习学起来
，好像是呃 pick up English， 就是把英文学起来。Yeah, um, actually, uh, I was in Taiwan until grade six. Actually, all the parents in Taiwan will send their kids to study English. Back then, it was for me, it was、uh, Sesame Street, you know, Big Bird, <laughs> and then it was kind of have、yeah. having fun. Yeah, and you think you master English. Because they only teach you apple, orange, those easy stuff, and you have fun at the you know Tudor Place, Sesame Street, and then all of a sudden,、uh, uh, after grade six, our family immigrated to Vancouver, Canada. I was like a you know stupid kid, and then I thought, oh, English not a big deal. I went to Sesame Street; it was all smooth, <laughs> even though I had never had a chance to talk to a foreigner. But when I went to the supermarket, oh my god, I only know. <laughs> Apple and orange, <laughs> all the other stuff I don't understand. So for me, it was kind of like a different experience. Is I'm suddenly moved to a different environment that forced me to、uh, quickly pick up or have to learn English because it's a all English environment. And that's at the point I realized, wow,、uh, the English that I study, you know, when I was young, was too little. I I love that thinking, <laughs> picturing you be like, I this is, English is easy. <laughs> Apple orange, baby, yeah, I, I got it. I can sing an English song, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Well, I I do believe that still is helpful for you. But yeah, you know, when you get into that real kind of all English environment, you really see the differences and you know how you applied yourself. And I, I'm sure you you found things that worked for you and didn't. But your English is beyond fluent, and and I'm sure. That your apples and oranges has has evolved now. So, thank you for sharing that. So, another question I love to ask here on Engineering One is: Do you remember thinking back to that time? It could even be Mandarin, but primarily in English. Do you remember any kind of words that gave you trouble over the years, or maybe something you said wrong for many years? 接下来 ，Brian 要跟我们分享一个之前在飞机上遇到的一个误会。他说：“一般来讲呢，如果空服员敲了驾驶舱的门，不是因为机长有事情交代，就是要问帮他们送餐的事情。但有一次呢，空服进来驾驶舱，却是因为有乘客在询问说 ‘How long is the airplane？’ 飞机有多长？一问之下，让机长也顿时觉得错愕，想说怎么会有人想要知道机身有多长？”查到了之后呢，空服就回去跟乘客告知，结果没想到他空服又回来驾驶舱跟 Brian 说：“哎，其实客人是要问 How long is the flight？ 飞行时间有多长？不是机身有多长啦。<笑>”那在这段的最后呢，就让他有用到一个片语，大家可以学起来哦。他说 ：“You had me on the edge of my seat。”字面上意思是说坐在椅子的边缘。那大家应该可以想象，如果你等不及要做某件事，但屁股又不能离开座位的时候，常常都会出现这样子，诶，把屁股坐在椅子很边边的这个动作。这个片语它就是在表达这样子，因为被情节吸引，迫不及待的状态。可能机长这故事带来的那种悬疑紧张感，让这样整个被吸引住，想说到底结局是什么，所以才用了这句 ：You had me on the edge of my seat。Okay, for that part, maybe、uh, I can think about a joke of the misusing the English language、uh, during one of my flights. Is、uh, the cabin crew actually call in and say, "Hey, captain, captain!" I say, "What's up?" <laughs> and、uh, usually, when the cabin crew, you know, call is,、uh, "What do you want for me?" or "What do you want, coffee or drink?" But it's not. It says、uh, uh, the passenger has a question. I say, "Okay, what question?" It says,、uh, "How long is the airplane?" I say, "How long is the airplane?" 
he, uh, why, why does he want to know that? I don't know. He asked me this, so <laughs> I don't know. I asked you. So, okay, uh, let me check. You know, okay, the airplane is like uh, 63 meters long. And the cabin crew um, say, okay, I'll reply the passenger. A couple of minutes later, the cabin crew calls back. He says, uh, Captain, uh, sorry, my mistake. Passenger was asking me, how long is the flight? You know, it's like 13 hours or something. And then uh, miscommunication because how long is the flight and how long is the airplane is totally a different thing. So it's kind of like a small joke of uh, miscommunication on the English language. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a, yeah, I, I can imagine that she was thinking how long is something and she was thinking in distance or length. Yeah. And that is definitely something that is very confusing for non-native speakers. So, yeah, I was like getting ready for a punchline that whole time. I was like, <laughs> what's the joke here? I was like, how long is a plane? I was like, you had me on the edge of my seat right there. Yeah, because why would a passenger, you know, care about how long is the plane? You yeah, know? I thought yeah. he was going to have some witty joke that, you know, he's like this old guy sitting in his chair like, I do this to every pilot when I fly. Nice, man. Well, that's that's a great little story. So, Brian, thank you for, for joining us today here on NG Ingwen. And our last question that I love to ask is kind of about life and language. So if you could go back and talk to a younger Brian, maybe around the time you were going to Canada, would there be any advice you'd give yourself about language or life? 不管你是在工作上还是旅游都会用到，所以各位一定要好好把它学起来。如果可以的话呢，也要多多旅游，多多看世界，同时要自信，勇敢的去开口说。好，多跟目人士练习，这样子我们才会越来越进步。I think uh, to learn a new language, especially English, now when you traveling or doing work or go anywhere, it's the common language of the world. So it's a very important to start early and don't get too self-confident going, you know, Sesame Street, you know, just by knowing apple and orange, you think you, you can master English already. So uh, advice to um, younger people who just uh, starting to language is to travel more. And at the same time, uh, don't be afraid to talk to foreigners in English, even though if you're not fluent, but it's uh, practice by perfect. If you talk more, you can become better. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> some some nice advice in there. Of, yeah, don't be overconfident, but definitely be confident. So know that you have to keep working and language is a skill that, you know, you're building forever. I mean, I'm learning more English every day as, as I am, a, you know, English is my mother tongue. So... Thank you for sharing everything, Brian, and I, I hope you get back to flying more and more and hope to see you maybe on a flight in the future. I hope to take you guys on a flight for traveling. Yeah, man. All right, Brian. Take care, brother. Thank you, John. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG, NG English, I-C-R-T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6.30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9.30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. 好,那我们今天西皮放的节目,NG英文就要这边告一段落啦。感谢大家的收听。别忘了到IG搜寻我们的粉丝专业,NG底线,English在底线。ICRT 
大家也要记得每周三早上六点半到七点，或是晚上九点到九点半，把广播调到 ICRT FM 一百，准时收听我们节目哦。那也欢迎各位上网搜寻西平方的公器不备课程，或者呢是到我们西平方的官网多读读一些有关 NG 英文的文章，看看有哪些是可以吸收学起来的小配播哦。我们下周见了，拜拜。